0: welcome everyone here at trading problems for promises we are honored and grateful to have each and all of you with us here and now thank you for joining no matter where you find yourself today if it's a place of hopelessness if it's a place of being worried about what the future holds because of the uncertainties of the conditions of society know that grace is sufficient enough. Know that grace has already been fulfilled and that whatever you are going through, there is a perfect hope in none other than Christ Jesus. Because He did what we could never do. If you find yourself in a place of thinking, you can save yourself by works, by laws by way of bypassing through and through the traditions of man and religion, rest assured today that there is one who did everything needed for that glorious salvation, and that is again in Christ Jesus. What he has done for all of us at that wretched day on the cross, he declared it was finished after getting mocked, bruised, beaten, scarred, striped, bloodied, muddied, poke, pride, spit on, vilely, violated. And He is the God of all things, the only true living God. He came down to be all things that we could never be, living perfectly, to take the sins of us wretched people, that we may be saved. And that same grace, that same love, That same sacrifice is a propitiation for our sins. It is available in the here and now. And again, wherever you find yourselves at, in the here and now, the Lord has His hand reaching out for you, saying, Grab it. Repent. Turn. Have a changed mind. Don't think about these worldly things anymore. Come, focus on me in the true, true Salvation. For we can get wrapped up in doing things in this life and getting distracted in the ways of this world and its wickedness. We've all been there, if we're not currently. But just know that Jesus has been everything and done everything that none of us could ever do. Paul exalts Christ by the humility of Christ. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 5 through 11, he tells us how Christ came from the heavenly realms, from his home, way, way above in the north, and came down as a human, as one of us, wretched folk, but did not sin, lived that perfect life, served others throughout the whole entirety of his ministry, in those three years although he was here for 33 he knows the ins and outs of temptation he knows all things and in Hebrews the book of Hebrews it discusses it further about how he has endured every bit of temptation so whenever we are going through deep waters or through the hardest parts of our lives we can rest assured that we have a high priest one who is interceding on our behalf in the heavens declaring revival, declaring salvation, and a way out of said temptations to sin no longer. This same one is in Christ Jesus. He alone can do this and is doing this. But again, Paul in chapter 2, verse 5 through 11, in the book of Philippians, this is also referenced, uh, can be referenced as a book of joy, Philippians can be, because Paul was in prison throughout the entirety of writing this letter, this epistle, and he still kept a measure of joy, exhorting us, instructing us, to think of the heavenly places, to think of the good, true, pure, trite, virtuous, and just things of this life. Such a beautiful thing for someone to be through suffering and to still share joy, to shine light, to have peace to be full of love. This can only be had by the Spirit of our Heavenly Father in Christ Jesus. Only by the Holy Spirit can a man or a woman bear such fruits in this wretched, broken land. But Paul states here in his letter to the Philippian church, he said, Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited or to be boasted in. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity, and when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm going to say amen to that in a hallelujah because that is absolutely beautiful that the Lord, the God of the Almighty, of all things came down to do all things for us, to be a servant to all, to man. That in Christ Jesus, the name above all names, who has all power. And that at the end, every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, under the earth. Everything and one, every tongue will confess that Christ Jesus is Lord. For the glory and praise be given to our heavenly Father above. Hallelujah. Whoever needed to hear that right now, that the God of all creation, the living creator in Christ Jesus, it is referenced to in the book of Colossians, that he was the word, that he was the breath of life, that he was the one who created all things in the beginning by God the Father. For he is God in all his fullness, the whole Godhead in his fullness. came to earth and yet is still in the heavenly his spirit dwells among us today that is where those fruits come from such as the joy peace patience perseverance faithfulness goodness gladness self-control and so many more on top of it really because in those graces in those fruits there are seeds and there's also more fruits that can multiply and extend from them and the levels of those fruits, can grow and grow and grow. You see, we're called to be walking vineyards of good fruit, of love, of life, of joy, as Paul was. And he wrote, filled with joy in the spirit to this church in Philippi. Such beautiful truths. So you see, too, as well, a man named Charles Spurgeons, a great preacher of London back in the 1800s, His prime was in the 1850s, but he was around a great immense portion of the whole 1800s. But he had commentary here on these these verses, verse 7 and 8. And those again were, And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on the cross. Spurgeon's comments on this, about that grace that the cross experienced, and he said this, In the cross, there is a cure for every spiritual disease. There is food for every spiritual virtue in the Savior. We never go to Him too often. Now, Spurgeon had something there that needs to be beheld today, that needs to be greatly heard among the nations, among the peoples. That they would open the doors of their hearts. That you would open the door of your heart. Right now, Christ is knocking. Jesus Christ, our Savior, is knocking on the door of your heart. Right now. Saying, do you believe? Is his grace sufficient enough for you? Here and now. Because there is a cure for every spiritual disease at the cross. And what Christ has done for us. The salvation, the key in Jesus and him giving his life, God himself, for you, for me, for everyone, that we may live again, that as he died, we die with him to the ways of this world. And as he rose again on the third day, we rise again with him and live. Hallelujah! Because he lives, we live. It is here today that we seek this grace that is available and attainable for us all. Spurgeon's quoted, that only is there a cure for every spiritual disease at the cross. There is food for every spiritual virtue in the Savior of Jesus Christ. We never go to him too often. He's saying whether you're a believer, have been around for a long time, you're an elder, you're a deacon, you're a pastor, you're a shepherd, or you don't know Jesus at all, he's saying whatever your title may be, wherever you may find yourself right now, that we can never seek Jesus out enough, that we can never stop growing. We must remain teachable because it is only by Jesus that there is life. For Christ is everything, and in Him is every need, and produced by Him is every fruit, and giveth forth the word of God as every seed that could ever be planted. Remember, we here at Problems For promises, the transition, the trading. We trade those problems of this world, the chaoses, the hopelessness, the distractions, the despair, the pain. But we must go through it to be changed. We trade those off at a certain point of of salvation. We come to know that Christ has done it all for us. And we die to that sin. We repent. We pray for a changed mind, a changed heart. And we proceed forward in a new life, in a new way. I hope you're receiving this tonight, today, wherever you are at whatever time. Because this is a glorious truth that the Lord is seeking you out for. Is reaching out to you by the voice of a mere man. Declaring, today is the day of salvation. In Psalm 119 verse 162. The Lord tells us in his holy word, he says, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure, as one who finds great treasure. So you see, we are told that his word is a beautiful treasure. And within that word are beautiful nuggets, because you see, his word is a lamp and a light to our, a lamp for our feet and a light to our path. And this is in Psalm 119 as well, verse 105. And he shows us the way in all of his word, from Genesis 1-1 to the end of Revelation, the whole entirety of God's word. And he speaks to our hearts by his spirit more and more daily as we begin to grow in relationship with him. You see, the desire is this. That there are many false teachings, many misrepresentations of Christ Jesus in this modern day era, this modern day world which is coming to a climax of the age. And it is essential that you receive the truth of the word of God, of his true promises. Because once repentance is, takes place and has a hold of us in full effect, that we pray and cry out for help seeking a changed mind, a renewed mind, and a transformed new heart. And Ezekiel, he tells us that he will take our heart of stone and give us a heart of beating flesh that beats for the Lord and the Lord alone. He will guide you just as he has guided I. He will guide you just as he has guided everyone else in his truths. May we seek his word. May we seek his love by grace at the cross. Be not deceived by the false prophets and evil, wicked teachers of this world today. But instead, rejoice in the Lord and seek his word for yourselves and pray for guidance. Pray for teachings. He tells us we receive not because we ask not. So may we ask today. He is knocking on the door of your hearts. And he is asking that you open, receive Jesus today, my friends. And those who know him, but don't know him personally with a true relationship, receive Jesus today, beloved friends and family. Because he is there, he has always been, and he shall always be, until the end of the age. But for those he loves, it shall continue forth into the blessed promise of eternity. And we must cling to the blessed hope in Christ Jesus, by grace, by salvation, by love, God loved us so much that he gave us his only begotten son that we may not perish but receive eternal life everlasting to everlasting. Yes, this is a form of John 3.16 but this is a true fact of grace and of love. Because of this sacrifice, because of this deeply immense act of love and which can never be repeated, never be copied, we have salvation. We have access to the heavenly sanctuary, to eternity. We can pray at all times. We need not pray to a man, to a high priest. We need not goats, sheeps, other blood of anything else for the atonement of our sins. Do you believe this today? I pray so, because this is a day worth rejoicing in. The Lord hath made it. The Lord hath brought you to this cast that you may hear. The beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mercy in which has been bestowed for all peoples everywhere that we may come together as one in one body under Christ Jesus. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. But we need not only receive Christ and his spirit of truth. We must repent. And that means forsake the ways of this world. The wicked things the things in which we've done the things in which we've come from and all things attached to it all the vile things repent and turn and cling to our savior to our god to our king the only living one there ever shall be for none of us are good and none of us can save ourselves By law, by religion, by formality, by legality, by thought, by process, by wickedness, whatever form that crosseth thine mind, may we understand that there is only one way to the Father, and that is the Son. And by Christ Jesus, we can have everlasting life in eternity with our living God. So today you are being asked to repent from the problems, to trade the problematics of sin, to trade sin, the greatest problem of all kind, and to replace it, submit it, exchange it, for the righteousness imputed unto us, to the love that was given to us by Christ Jesus. He loved us so much, he gave himself. And by that love, we are called to be inspired and changed, That we too may love him and love others because of his love. And by grace through faith. We must have faith. It is the vital organ in which we seek, we, we choose, we grasp the hand of Christ. To walk forward by faith into eternity. Because it is only through he that we are saved. And by his grace. And the enemy of grace is pride. And pride is an utmost wicked, vile, scheming devil itself. For Satan was cast, Lucifer was cast down to become Satan by his pride in the heavens. So too, by casting down, this pride became a vile disease along with deception amongst mankind. We all have been plagued. We all have been sick. But there is one cure, and that is grace. And Christ Jesus is that grace. May you receive the cure to pride and deception. May you walk by a glorious new light. May ye all repent, turn from the things of this world, pray for help, and cry out. And the Lord is faithful to answer and guide you along the way to the process of sanctification and purification. Peace be with you all. My prayers go out to all. May you receive this with joy and begin to count the cost and then to embark on the journey by grace through faith to salvation. And it starts now with trading problems for promises. Trade the problems of sin in this world, for it is death. The wages leadeth and are death. But that of Christ is the free gift of eternal life. So trade them problems for the glorious promises of our Heavenly Father and walk anew as a new creation today by the glorious Spirit of truth of our Father in Christ Jesus, the propitiation, the Lamb of God, the righteousness imputed, the love of the Father, the love of all, that gives us love, that gives us light, that gives us everything we need because Christ Jesus is the Messiah. Christ Jesus is everything. Christ Jesus is shall lead you into all things good, because he works all things good to those who love him. May you declare, we love you, Lord Jesus, today, because you loved us so much. You gave your life. You saved us. Now let's claim that and walk by his freedom and turn from this sick world that is falling apart and receive the glorious grace of our commander-in-chief our Savior and Shepherd, because He is reaching out to each and every one of us today. Blessings and peace be to all. Next time, at Trading Problems for Promises, we will be in prayer. So too may you. Amen.